Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday. Hey, and you know what that means. Yes, you do. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and guess what? We have a another special guest host a very funny comedian all the way from los angeles my guest host for the day please give it up for dina leffert hey <laughs> oh she speaks hebrew too i have no idea what you said burb <laughs> no, you really said, i'm what's just up? learning you said what's, what's up that? right? that's all i know so far uh, but most of our listeners do not speak Hebrew. <laughs> Perfect, because that's all I could say. Dina, ah, uh, so welcome, Dina Leffert, to the show. Uh, just so everybody knows, so Dina, you are in Los Angeles right now, so it is very early for you. It is like 7 a.m. Uh, are, are you eating breakfast while you're doing the show? Do you have a coffee, a bagel? What's going on? I'm sipping on my first cup of coffee yes no bagels i like to do that thing where you don't eat till like noon oh what is that fasting the intermittent thing intermittent fast yeah it's not it's not anything very formal i just like to do it because i when i was doing intermittent fasting i got into a, this cool habit of not eating breakfast okay isn't that the, my mother always used to say, Stephen? It's the most important part of the day. She was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She was wrong. <laughs> anyway, so Dina, let's. Uh, so I'll share with everyone. Uh, well, first, before we uh, get into Dina, let's say hello to our listeners, Dina. If you can see, uh, of course, as always, we have the United States of China. They're listening. We have Canada, South Africa. The United Kingdom, oh, and Japan, and of course, the greatest country on earth, Israel. Say hello, Dina. Hello? I have more people in my bed. <laughs> you have more people in your bed? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, it's one person per country that is listening to us. <laughs> so we have six people all over the world. Uh, eight, if you include us two. <laughs> you have more people in your bed. That's brilliant. Anyway, Dina. So Dina's a comedian. So um, now I met Dina. Really, I don't even know how I met you because I don't even really know you. <laughs> uh, she, we, we're, we're, we're connected on Instagram. And every after Shabbat, uh, I would get these messages from you. It's always, it would always say Shavua Tov. You did send those to me, right? That was you, right? I was just, you know how you can add a little thing now to your uh, profile? It, you could just add that. So I was just adding it, but you took it personally, which is nice. Oh, oh you mean to tell me? I thought you were reaching out to me personally because I thought maybe, hey, you know, I, this guy's kind of cute. I'm going to send him a Shavua Tov every week. So you weren't even, that's just on there all the time on your, on your profile? I mean, it's on there for everyone. <laughs> great so uh, oh i feel like i feel like the biggest loser right now it says a lot about you 
Because <laughs> every time I'm like, oh, look, there's this girl, Adina. She's saying Shavua Tov. So I always used to send back to you Shavua Tov with a little heart emoji. And here I am. You, you didn't even know who the hell I was. You're just, that's for the whole world to see. What do you care about me? I can't, why do we even I mean, have you on the show? That's the reason why you're on this show. <laughs> I mean, it was for you. It was for anyone who saw it, who knows what that means. Forget it. I don't even feel special anymore. I don't like you now. We're breaking up. <laughs> Should I go? Yeah, we're breaking up. This is the end of our relationship. God, I feel like such a loser. Um, I thought maybe you liked me. Usually I have like 85-year-old women from Jerusalem that stalk me. And I was like, oh, she's young. And uh, maybe maybe she likes me. And no, no, it's just Shavua Tov for the world. <laughs> you don't even know who Steve Miller is. Have you ever had your heart broken at the beginning of the show before like this? <laughs> um, no, but you're a first. So you you have broken the glass ceiling. <laughs> Models. Thank you. Thank you for breaking my heart. Women, that's what women do. They seem to just break my heart all the time. Um, that's okay. Uh, so you're a comedian. So would you like to, uh, anyone out in the Los Angeles area, I know we have people from Los Angeles and California that listen. So why don't you like plug some of your dates? What are you doing? Tell us a little bit about yourself, Dina. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, you know, I used to have a list of dates, but right now I have a job. I have a day job, and okay. that includes summer, summer camp for uh, a Chabad, a lovely Chabad organization called Friendship Circle. Nice. And um, so I have been serving our people. <laughs> um, it's a really great organization. Um, this is my first time really having like being like Mora Dina, Mora Dina. Dina. So I don't say Dina. Yeah, Dina's so... like Dina Shore. You're not Dina Shore. You're Dina. You're oh, yeah. one of Yakov's daughters. You know, the one that got yeah. assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Okay. So I do a lot of uh, like in town shows. That way I could stay in Los Angeles and audition. I have an agent. I have, um, you know, commercial auditions some theatrical auditions. And I, I usually run my own show that ended the show that i ended was around the time when kanye west was mm. popping off with all his crazy anti-semitic stuff and it oh, was yeah, just we, lo we love kanye west on the show here he's the great he's the uh i call him the uh the anti-semitic rain man <laughs> yeah so that guy rain man actually affected my show and i ended up i ended up canceling my show that i produced um and then yeah, and then I, uh, it wasn't just because of him, it was because every comedian, and even the audience was, like, supporting him, and the comedians were all trying to, they had all these, like, quote-unquote Jew jokes, even if they weren't Jewish, um, with no punchlines, and there's just a lot of anti-Semitism in the club, so I actually took myself out of the game for a while because I didn't want to be in that that climate. So I'm actually just now getting back. Um, I've been doing some great shows, um, but I'm just getting back mm. on stage because it's, it's kind of like things just kind of settled down after that. It literally oh. did not feel safe for me to be. So so Kanye ruined it. Rain Man ruined it. Yeah, yeah. I, my name's Kanye. I, I I hate the Jews. Only on Tuesday. Tuesday I hate the Jews. Dina, we we we. Yeah, I don't like Dina. Yeah, she's a, she's a horrible <laughs> Jew. 
horrible Jew. Tina. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't want to bl- I don't want to give him too much credit. I'm just saying he was he actually was just like the climax of the, the spiking of anti-Semitism. And I, in a way, I'm grateful to him because he made it a headline. That's right. And let's just say I remember you told me uh, we spoke last night briefly. You are part of the resistance, aren't you? Aren't you part of an organization that fights Jew hatred? You're like you're like part. You're like uh, you're a soldier right on the front lines, Dina. Have you beat anyone up or what's going on with that? So it's it's not like an organization. It's just other Jews from around the world who got sick and tired of, um, you know, just none of these social media platforms doing anything about the anti-Semitism on the platforms. In fact, in the EU right now, they just made it uh, finable for the so their social media, social media platforms not to handle the, the anti-Semitism on their platforms. So it's, um, it's actually better on Twitter, or if you report somebody, they'll actually investigate it and they'll shut somebody down. But so I, you know, I'm a Zionist. I'm a proud Jew. I have friends around the world now that um, when I started supporting Israel online, I lost a lot of uh, I lost a lot of fake friends <laughs> because it was just like woke California, woke you know, woke leftist idiots that I was friends with. <laughs> and um, who who really like think they are po- experts in geopolitics, and they have no idea what's actually happening. So, um, as I was losing those friends, I was gaining new friends. Um, hey, just other so it, all, it, it all balances bastards. it out. It all balances out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they said. They said, in, you know, especially like in comedy, you know, you have to speak your truth, and you're gonna you have to be willing to lose your audience and then you'll find your real audience Mm. so that's the process that i've been in actually that's right wow speak your truth sister dina (laughs) that's what i'm doing yep i love it all right well I'm, i'm sorry you lost the friends but hey guess what you're gonna gain friends today uh all the all the six people listening in south africa and britain and japan uh, they all love you. Light. They love that you're fighting Jew hatred. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do things like um, uh, send uh, r- raging Jew hatred that's being uh, posted on the internet to employers of these people and say, "Hey, um, did you see what your employees posting uh, oh. um, on Twitter? Is that is is that okay with you?" Well, you and, know what? Uh, it's, it's you know what they usually sh- not okay. No, it's not. But you know, snitches end up in ditches, Dina. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why you're not supposed to mention that I'm in the resistance. Resistance oh. groups need to be quiet. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm sorry. We have about 30 seconds left before our first commercial break. I'm sorry that we didn't get into any news stories. I promise we'll get into news stories. But you have a friend here, even though you you fake lured me into your site by giving me fake Shavua Tobes, making me think that you actually like me when, in fact, you had no idea who I was and you don't care about me. <laughs> actually, you were the one thinking I was saying it for you. So you're going to have to take responsibility on that one. No, I don't like to do that. I take no responsibility for my actions. But when we get back, I promise everybody, we will we will start it off with some incredible funny news. So stay with us. Thank you, Dina.
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with our special guest who we were speaking to. She teased me for all these months. Please give it up for Dina Lefford, everybody. Such a tease. Such a tease. You're, you're a tease with your Shavua Toves. Anyway, we're going to start it off. I'm going to uh, bring our first story. Now, this comes from a very pro-Israel, pro-Zionist paper. Um, we've talked about them before. You're going to love these guys because I think they, they, really, they really love Israel. It comes from uh, Al Jazeera. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you familiar with Al Jazeera? Uh, yeah, I, I thought you were. I thought this was a Zionist paper. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's a joke. <laughs> anyway, oh, okay. this is fine. So here's the title: because Israel bombed this Gaza house, turning an anti-collection to dust. A Gaza man visits his home, destroyed in an Israeli bombing, in the hope of retrieving his anti-collection. Now here's a, an Arab guy. There's a picture of him going through the rubble. His name is Chazem Bohana. 62 years old. He collects antiquities and artifacts. Um, he lives or he lived in the Al-Sahaba neighborhood uh, in Gaza City. Uh, that's like beachfront property. <laughs> that's the Vegas of Gaza. Uh, anyway, it says since his house was destroyed, Dina, um, the, the man comes back to look through the rubble to, to find his treasured antique collection. Now, <laughs> You got to see what this guy's antique collection was. Um, <laughs> it's really not much of an antique collection. He goes, first of all, he says, so far, nobody contacted me for compensation or even to pay his apartment rent. Apparently, <laughs> they're still charging rent, even though his building is destroyed, which I love that. <laughs> it says, they're still are- charging him rent? I guess he goes, uh, he says, uh, nobody has contacted me for compensation or even to pay his apartment rent. (laughs) It says there are houses, he goes, there are houses that were destroyed in the previous Israeli offensive that have not been rebuilt. So when will our turn come? (laughs) This is, this is the best part though. So he goes through his, uh, rubble and, uh. Let me find it here. I just lost it. It says here, my antique collection meant a lot to me. There are many precious pieces that date back hundreds of years, said Muhammad. Meanwhile, he's a retired Palestinian Authority security guard. So basically, he's, uh, he's a terrorist. I mean, he works for the PA. He goes, there are, identif- there are identification documents from many countries, pieces related to the Palestinian heritage. Did you know there was heritage in the Palestinian people? It goes all the way back to 1967. <laughs> wow. So wait, what was his... Did it actually say what his antique collection was? Was it yeah. like things with Hebrew writing on it? Yeah, exactly. It says here, such things as embroidered clothes, which I stole from the Jews, and also baggage. Apparently, he has luggage that he bought in, from 1967 which is an antique for the Arabs, for the Palestinians, and copper artifacts. I have no idea. This is what he says. Wow. So that's he's like... very upset that he's, his luggage is destroyed, and now he can't go anywhere. <laughs> that's like me pulling out my clothes from the 90s. That's right. And being like, these are vintage now, which is 
which is true, sadly, but, but it's still yeah. not that long ago. He says here, he says here, Dina, I was able to save myself and my family, but I could not save my belongings that I spent my life collecting and taking care of. Uh, this is this is what the greatest what, part is. Go ahead. What did the guy do? Like, what was he? He was I a mean, security they, guard. For the PA? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying, like, when people listen to this, are they do we sound callous for um his house being blown up? No. He did like they only blow up houses if they did a terrorist attack. Is that correct? I, that's right, but listen to this, you'll hear it. So it says here. Israel has bombed hundreds of houses in Gaza in the past several assaults, giving residents, this is what Algeria says, giving residents anywhere from a few hours to just minutes notice to vacate. <laughs> and it's attracting criticism from human rights organizations. This is what I love. Israel actually, somehow they have these people's phone numbers. This guy says he was in his house watching TV and he, the phone rings and it's like the Mossad. Listen, uh, um, Muhammad, uh, you have exactly one hour to vacate your apartment. We are going to bomb it because that's where terrorists live. Do you know how much, you know how long an hour is? They're complaining that that's not enough time. You can watch like a Seinfeld episode, have like a cup of coffee and still pack and get out in time. <laughs> you ever done stand up comedy? Uh, three minutes is a long time on stage. That's right. So you could do you a know. lot in three minutes. Yeah. I just love the no, fact that. I mean, that it's the, it, this IDF, it's the, there's no other military that's knocking on doors and giving people a heads up before they bomb it. Hey, you guys should clear out your building within the hour yeah yeah that's the problem that's they shouldn't be telling these people anything but but they do and then they're complaining about that they gave i just love the fact that israel has their phone numbers like don't you think they can solve the, these guys they can call them on the phone i just love that uh hello is muhammad there yes this is uh this is uh this is uh yankel from the Mossad. <laughs> i mean it's just hysterical i don't know i find that funny that they're calling the terrorists on their phone warning them to pack up your bags and get out <laughs> Well, they're not just calling terrorists. They're calling civilians because terrorists use civilian areas to launch their rockets from. So it's it's actually a hu very humane for them to to call and say, you know, you're we're going to bomb the building. We don't want you to be a casualty. That's what That's makes right. the IDF the most moral military in the world. You are correct. They are very moral. And ding, you ding, ding, ding. You won. You won. And you can go back to your building when it's in rubble and look for all your antique, uh, look for your luggage like this guy. Anyway. So, so what What else? Did it say anything specifically that he was saying is antiquity? Did you already say? I didn't hear anything. Yeah, it, was just, it just said copper artifacts, baggage and, clo and cloth <laughs> from who knows, from 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 hundreds of years ago when we uh, first uh, decided to invent the uh, Palestinian people in 1967. He has a 67. Yeah. He, he has baggage from 60, 1967. I don't know. Who knows? It's just stupid. We'll, we'll put it in the Palestinian um, Heritage Museum. That's right. He could be a security guard for there. Hey, guess what? We have new listeners. Dina? Did you from see where? Germany, Switzerland. Oh, and the Ukraine. Wow. They must have stopped the bombing so we can, they can have internet so they can listen to it to lighten up. They're big fans of the show, you know, Ukraine. Well, now they just turned it off because you said that. <laughs> I, I hope not. Um, anyway, would you, do you have a story? 
<laughs> do you have do you have something you'd like to share? Oh my gosh, did you hear about this lady in Ecuador who knocked on her coffin at her own funeral? What? Yeah. Apparently this happens a lot. So this Ecuadorian woman named Bella Montoya, who had been declared yeah. often for her funeral, shocked mourners when she found was found alive knocking on her coffin. Well, there's now an we, update to the story. She died wait, wait. a week later. <laughs> wait, what did was she was in? They thought she died. She had the funeral. What happened to her? So, okay, she was immediately rushed back to the hospital for treatment. However, she tragically passed away after seven days in intensive care from an ischemic stroke. Okay, so basically, there's similar cases of individuals mistakenly declared dead because what she has, it's um, where you have seizures, loss of consciousness, and, and rigidness in the body. So they mistook her rigidness in her body for being dead and she wasn't dead yeah wow and she was not oh yes oh look our producer Somebody. came in with a joke that's where the expression comes a dead ringer hi oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> very good miss no, producer she, no. she said it's not a joke they had she said they had bells with a string attached inside of the coffins in case someone oh yeah so this, they used to have that, but apparently not in Ecuador. She just started knocking on her, her casket. So they're in the funeral, so, and all of a sudden they hear, let me out, let me yeah. out, can't breathe, let me out. <laughs> they open the coffin. I just, hey, what, what the hell is wrong with you people? I'm not dead. <laughs> that is, that's literally my worst fear. That's so scary. But <laughs> like, I wonder if, I wonder if she had the same turnout for her actual funeral when she died seven days later. You think everyone came back? <laughs> they said, no, Della. What was her name? Her name was uh, Bella. Bella. Wait, where'd it go? Yeah. Bella, <laughs> we're not showing up for your funeral again. You're not going to fool us twice. No way, Bella. You're not dead. Bella Montoya, mate. Bella Montoya? My name is Tony Montoya, and you killed my father. <laughs> now prepare to die. Do you know what movie that's from? My name is Bella Montoya. You kill me before I die. Prepare to die. <laughs> exactly. Do you know I what know. movie that's from? Of course. The Princess Bride, the greatest movie ever made. That's right. Wow. You're good, Dina. You are good. Boy, you're good, Dina. You're really good. You're good. Yeah. So poor Bella. So then she died seven days later. <laughs> Of what? What did she die seven days later from? Uh, so she has this um, condition called catalepsy, which can cause seizures, loss oh. of consciousness, and the rigidness in her body. So she died from her condition, but the first time she wasn't dead, and they just she was rigid, so they thought she was dead, and then she woke up. I mean, rigid. somebody signed off on that. All right. Her doctor well, that... said she was dead when she wasn't dead. hi oh! <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, stick around, everybody. Uh, we, we are not dead, and we are definitely will be back.
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to our third and final segment. Yeah, that's my fake DJ voice. Hey, Israel News Talk Radio, Lighten Up, our special guest host, Dina Lefford, everybody. Hey, Dina. Shalom. <laughs> I love the delay. Shalom. All right. You okay, Dina? It's like you can't say Shabbat Shalom only on Friday. So it's like it doesn't have the same ring to it. That's true. It's Shalom. Uh, it sounded sad. You're right. Yeah. Don't good morning. Sad. Yeah, that's fine. Good afternoon. Morning. Yeah, and good evening for some viewers. Um, and good evening. So I Listeners. have... Listeners, that's right. Did I say viewers? I'm sorry. I meant listeners. Um, I have a story about a guy you're very familiar with. Your 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 uh, your ex governor Arnold. You know he was in the news for what? So he was on, of course, CNN with Chris Wallace, and they were talking about running for president. And uh, it says if he was eligible, Arnold Schwarzenegger would run for president in the heartbeat. That's what. Uh, so Chris Wallace asked him, "Would you ever run for president?" He goes, "Yes, of course, of course I would." Uh, <laughs> it says here, uh, um, "What I was going to say here." Um, he goes, "I mean, think about it, right? I mean, who is there that is really a person that can bring everyone together? Who is there today that people say, okay, he's not too old, or he's, or he's too this, or he's too that, <laughs> or because now a question about who they vote against and not who they vote for? Yes, that is me. I should be president of the United States. And then Chris Wallace asked him, so you're saying you would run in president in 2024? He goes, absolutely. It's a no-brainer. Because I have no brains myself. By yeah, now I can we win that have... election. Go ahead. I what? thought by now, I thought by now, because he's been wanting to be the president since he was our governor. You're right. So I'm really, I'm shocked that they didn't change the laws for him already. Well, here I'm gonna he I'm gonna tell you. So this is what he says. He says while in while he was in office. Um, in California, Arnold tried to uh, he tried to create something called the Arnold Amendment. Ah, get down, look out! It's the Arnold Amendment. <laughs> this was proposed that would allow naturalized citizens to run for president after they've been citizens for twenty years. <laughs> Popular opinion was never found to be in favor of the change, so apparently no one wanted him to be president. He tried to install that, and in, in, but they didn't care. <laughs> If we cold. liked him just a little bit more, That's maybe right. if he was a Democrat, they would have done it for. They would have easily done it for him. Oh, I'm sure. He says. Uh, it says in the article when I w when I was you know running for governor, it was clear. It was very clear, Dina, that people are looking for some new answers. Not a right wing, not a left wing, but someone that can bring the nation together. There's just so many things that that need to be done. And can be done. And what makes it so wonderful. Because it's doable, Dina. It's all doable. Yes, and I'm doable. People can do me too. <laughs> I just want to know, like, if he did become president, would 
his son that he had at the same time as his wife with his maid if they would all be on the stage with him together. Oh, that's right. Uh, he did have an affair with his maid. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's and had a funny. son. What? And a- What's his name? Son with his exact faith. Uh, his exact faith? Zen? Oh, I didn't say his name. I don't know his name. Oh, okay. Faith. His exact face, Punam. Uh, uh, okay. His Punam. Anyway, so that's Arnold. He really wants to be president. He doesn't like Trump. He says Trump is irrelevant. And so is Joe Biden. He says Joe Biden's likability is only at 40%. I can do better. Ah, I will get in there and I will kill everybody. <laughs> anyway. Oh that's, uh, so uh, oh that's God. your old governor. That's your old governor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, how that's ever. It actually brings up the question, like, who is going to take the Republican? um, Because it's it's not going to be Trump because the Republicans are not going to allow that because they believe it's going to cost them the presidency. So I really wonder who it's going to be. I don't know. It should be me, though, Dina. It should be me. (laughs) The look outing. Dina, get to the chapel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is a spot-on impression. I've heard a lot of Schwarzenegger impressions in my time as a comedian. That's that's the best one I've heard. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Okay, we're going to move on, Dina, because there's so many stories uh, that we have to talk about. Oh, here's one that you'll like. This is a, a, a nice lighten-up story. It says, New York to host the new Jewish comic convention. So apparently, you know, comics, uh, the uh, comic books, they have conventions, right? I think they call it Comic Con. Right. Uh-huh. So, so it says a new pop culture convention will celebrate Jewish excellence and ideas in comic books. So apparently in New York, Jews and comic books, two deeply entwined entities. I had no idea, but apparently a lot of these superheroes and Marvel and DC were all written and uh, and drawn by Jewish artists. Um so they are going Some Holocaust to Holocaust ha- survivors. That's right. That's right. And so um, uh, this will be a new pop, a new pop culture convention coming to New York this fall, and it's billed as the ultimate comics and pop culture event, the first ever Jewish comic experience. And guess what they're going to call it? What? Juicy. <laughs> nice. Ju- I'm going to have to go there and check it out. Yeah, Love Juicy, it. J-E-W, and then a capital C and a capital E. I guess Juicy. I have no idea. Wonderful. Uh, it was created by Fabrice Sapolsky. He's a comic book creator and a publisher. And Dr. Miriam Eve Mora. She is the director of academic and public programs at the Center for Jewish History. Anyway, they decided to create this thing. And it says here... Uh, it says this. Uh, it says uh, the event aims to be an, an inclusive convention celebrating an industry largely created by members of the tribe and promoting diverse Jewish narratives in comics and graphic novels. And apparently uh, it's really looking at diverse Jewish representation in comics, Dina. And did you know that they say that uh, – Jewish character narratives, themes and ideas, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Ah, it says the history of Judaism and comics is long and rich with Jewish stories arising in both popular comics 
and mess and more uh historic ones for example did you know dina that marvel briefly had a jewish black panther <laughs> i did hear that say more really? about that uh yeah. well they they don't go into it they just said uh yeah you know the uh if, if, if people aren't familiar with the black panther it's really it's a it's a black guy but apparently i guess it's uh neeson black the black rapper <laughs> yeah neeson black I love him neeson black plays the jewish black blue, jewish black panther superhero he's like yeah yeah man i'm gonna whip you with i'm gonna i'm gonna kick you behind with my bagels and locks man stop that crime i'm the jewish black panther Hello there. Except, he, except he doesn't sound like that at all. Like he sounds <laughs> no. very. He sounds. He sounds like any Jewish man that speaks Yiddish. Oh, He's okay. got like almost like a Yiddish kind of twang, which will be oh. even more hilarious to hear that. But no, I love these stories because it's like it actually fights anti-Semitism better than anything else. Because it's like you hate Jews, well, give up your comics. That's right. That's right. And you know what else, Dina? It says here. There and while there's a new comic features an Asian Jew, Jewish superhero, <laughs> so they got black Jewish Love superheroes. It. They've got Asian. I mean, I I I I don't even I can't even imagine the Asian Jewish guy. Oh, Baruch Hashem, hello. <laughs> oh my God, I do everything. Wow. It's terrible. Oh, I'm here to save you. Oh, Dina, do not worry. I will save you from from. You will not be. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> the Archie Bunker comedy is not dead. It's alive and real right here on your show. I love it. Oh, geez. I love Archie Bunker. Anyway, so that's the, the new Jewish. Uh, it's going to be very diverse with black um, Jewish superheroes and Asian ones. So that's fun. Love it. Exciting. Yeah. So you'll go to that. You'll fly in from L.A. and you'll go see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like not too long ago, they had a... Um, Jews, the roots of cannabis and Jew and Jewish people, like it, they have this. Uh, somebody put it together, like uh, um, in a museum, like put it all together. Uh, oh wait, don't speaking so of cannabis, he, don't you, don't you, aren't you in the uh, pot business? Don't you smoke a lot of weed? <laughs> um, I yeah, I, you know, I grew up in mostly in California. I'm from New Mexico originally, but um, yeah, one of my first. Uh, so there was something called the green rush, kind of like the gold rush. So yeah. there, a lot of these cannabis jobs became available. And, um, since I grew up, you know, around all these hippies, um, I already knew how to trim weed. So I was working in the cannabis industry as a weed trimmer. Wait, 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 stop right there. Wait, 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 a weed trimmer. What is a weed trimmer? Like, so the buds that people buy that are, that are look uniformly, um, you know, if you buy cannabis, you're buying like a very nice groomed bud. Well, they don't just groom themselves. So it's like I was giving them little tiny haircuts. Little, <laughs> I, I'm a bud stylist. You're a hey man, yeah man. Let's call Dina, man. She gives the best haircuts, man. Hey man, our bush is getting too big, man. Call Dina over here, man. She's a bush trimmer. <laughs> it, did really you smoke any while you were trimming bushes uh yeah i mean that was part i mean honestly yeah, i had a job like that not even too long ago like I, i'm like best boss ever i got there everything was set up for me he had a joint rolled for me and everything oh my god so you'd be like this all right pass me the scissors <laughs> 
<laughs> That's dangerous. You're high and cutting bud. <laughs> Actually, you're right. It is dangerous. I would try not to get high because it kind of slows you down. And I don't, it, you don't want to get slowed down because it's by the pound. So you want to get your pound as fast as you can so you can get another. It's called going to pound town. <laughs> Gee, are you kidding me? You're making this up. Going to pound town. Uh, let's keep That's the show clean. This, this is a show for Hashem. It's getting very dirty. I mean, that's your mind. I was talking about weed. I'm not sure what you were talking about. We don't do drugs here on Israel News Talk Radio. All right. Um, Actually, uh, cannabis is kosher for Pesach. <laughs> okay, great. Awesome. Um, it's been declared by the highest rabbinical uh, order the in the land. I think Moshe Rabbeinu That's is smoking true. a lot of pot on Sinai. <laughs> cool. Um, hey, wait, Dina. So since you fight anti-Semitism, you're very into that, which I love. Uh, I, have, I have a story about Jew hatred. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> Always my favorite topic. Go on. Yes. It's the anti-Semitic section of Lighten Up. <laughs> um, <laughs> here it goes. Uh, Ryan Eyre apologizes after flight attendants called Tel Aviv occupied Palestine. Did you hear about this? I sure did. Are you serious? You really heard about this? I, I'm. There's not many news stories that involve the Jewish people and anti-Semitism that I have not seen. Um, this... Actually, what happened was the. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. The the airline stewardess, uh, flight attendant lady. Um, Whatever said multiple times on, as they were approaching Tel Aviv that they were actually from the beginning to the end, she kept calling it Palestine. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Um, the, the name of the airline is called Ryan Air. It's a budget Irish airline. Ah, straight from Ireland. <laughs> and it says here after, just like you said, a crew, a crew member on a flight from Bologna, which I like to call Baloney because <laughs> it's a bunch of Baloney. Uh, to Tel Aviv announced the destination as occupied Palestine. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain in your seats for we are landing in Palestine. <laughs> it says here the announcement, which was made both in English oh, and Italian. Here's my here's my version of an Italian. Hey, hey, ever you Jew, sit down in your seat. We're about to land in the Palestine. Hey, <laughs> so stupid. Hello? So that part, <laughs> that part, I didn't know about Bologna because it's really it's a it's an it's from Ireland. It's an Irish airline. So was That's she right. an Italian stewardess or flight attendant? Was well, Irish or Italian? I don't know, but I like doing I the Irish I, accent. I'm pretty. So. Ah, you poor last. <laughs> it says here. So, it says here the cabin crew issued an apology during the flight. But passengers continue to be abusive. That's what happens when you keep calling it Palestine throughout the flight. The Jews are going to get very upset. <laughs> it says Ryan um, Air. By the way, that, that's fake news that they apologized because actually they did not apologize. Um, they refused Ooh. to apologize. Ooh. And she kept on calling it Palestine. Ooh, so I don't, I'm not sure what news story that is, but it's not true. This comes from Algiers, Al Jazeera. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's Okay. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, like, if, if it was, it's fake. It says here, Ryan Air Chief Executive, Etty Wilson. Ah, 
It says, as a result, the police had to be called to meet the aircraft when it landed because all the Jews were bent out of shape. It says, it is not Ryanair's policy to refer to Tel Aviv as being in any country other than Israel. The crew member question has been spoken to. So all they did was speak to her. She didn't demand an apology. They didn't say it. They didn't even fire her, which normally in this woke world, why isn't anyone demanding her to be fired? Right. Um, I don't know if you saw the anti-Semitism report that came out of Ireland, but it is extensive. The country is um, probably one of the worst offenders in the world. That's right. I hope is uh, and we get Ireland listening here on uh, Israel News Talk Radio. They're big fans. (laughs) I mean, I'm Jewish, but I'm a little mixed heritage. So I have 34 percent Irish in my genetic makeup. Um, and, just 34%? You know, I, thir- yeah, just a whole 30. That's what, that's what gives me this like alabaster bright skin. If you see my dad, he is pretty dark. You'd be like, how'd you get so white? So, um, uh, but you're 34% so, anti-Semitic. I'm 34% Irish. So yeah, really, um, it upsets me that the Ireland is so it's so anti-Semitic. It's sad. Like I posted this, um, this report that came out of, uh, that came out of Ireland and it's really the leaders from the top down. That's where, right. Um, Dina, get in there the and kick, get in there and kick some butt Dina with your resistance group. Um, first of all, can Doing I just best. add, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. What? Netherlands. Oh, she's just saying the Netherlands are listening now. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what's um, up, Netherlands? Uh, what's up, Netherlands? Uh, this is uh, Dina Leffert. Uh, she trims uh, cannabis buds. She's very high right now. Uh, anyway, um, Israel. Uh, it says here Ryanair added Israel is an important partner for Ryanair. First of all, I think Ryanair is the dumbest name for an airline. Uh, I, you know, I think I'm going to start uh, an airline myself, and I'm just going to call it Steve's Planes. <laughs> How's that? Coming out of Ireland, it should have been like Shamrock Air, something, you right. know, something or, fun. Or we're drunk and anti-Semitic air. <laughs> or potato air, because we love the potatoes in Ireland. <laughs> oh, man. If you see the Twitter going back and forth with all that, it's it's what you just said. It's That's terrible. Right. It's like they're um, calling us. They're calling us baby killers. We're calling them drunks. It's terrible. Oh, God. How are we baby killers? Who are we killing? Saint <laughs> the Vietnam War. <laughs> Wait, Dina. I have some important announcement to make. Say yes. Listening. Okay. So, how would you like to hear the 10 most significant Jewish news stories of 2022? Would you like to know what they are? Yes. Drum roll, please. Okay. Drum roll, please. Now, our, our producer will add in a sound effect later. <laughs> Here are the, these are no in particular order. But first, it says Benjamin Netanyahu regains prime minister office in Israel with a Jewish nationalist support. And as the list goes on, it gets worse and worse. You'll see it gets you would think these stories are going to be like enormous. Right. So the next one is anti-Semitism continues to rise in the West. And yes, we can vouch for that because we have Dina Leopard on the show and she tells us what's going on. 
Here it's is, a fiery pit. That's right. It's a fiery pit of hot matzah ball soup, baby. All right. <laughs> here's here's the third one. Time magazine names Zelensky its 2022 person of the year. Okay, that's stupid. Uh, oh, here here's where it starts to go down the hill. And then they couldn't find anything else interesting going on in the in in, in the world of uh, Judaism. Here's the f- number four. Hebrew Union College ends full time rabbinical training at its Cincinnati campus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it gets worse. And then it says uh, Ken Burns documentary, The U.S. and Holocaust, airs on PBS. <laughs> These are the most significant things. It says here, David Harris retires from the American Jewish Committee. That's like the biggest news of 2022. I don't even know who this guy is, but apparently he's retiring. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like that's like the most non-news news. That's right. But this is what they're saying are the top stories. Oh, and then it says Jews of color gain in number and prominence. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Why? Boy. Because they're finally being counted. I guess so. I have no idea. And then and then it says uh, Jewish studies programs proliferate among American campuses. It's it's just so dull and boring. I love how David Harris retires. That's that's one of the big Jewish news. Oh, God. So that those are the how 10 about most some real news. Those are the 10 how most about significant real Jewish news. OK, so fine. You got something. How about what's going on right right this month is Pride. Israel's having the biggest, it's one of the biggest Pride celebrations in the world. It's one of these things where it's like, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's news right now that yeah. this guy, uh, this Jewish, this Israeli guy, yeah. was posing as a Haredi, uh, out Haredi Jew, um, and he just was outed as a fake. Like he racked up millions of likes for being a proud gay Haredi. Then he was outed as a fake. So people are losing their minds over this guy. And so the argument is like, well, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen did this with his characters. And it's like, no, it's not the same thing. Wait, this so this guy, guy this guy went on social media. He said he was a Hasidic Haredi Jew who was out and gay, got millions of likes, and now, so he's not even gay. Is he even Jewish? No, no, no. He's gay. He's just not Haredi. <laughs> oh, God. So he was just putting on an act. I'm gay. Is he a gay Jew or not? Yeah. Okay. Um, we have to change topics. This is getting on. Uh, this is changing topics. We're being censored. Yeah. So okay. So I see. I see. I see why the uh, the news, the top stories are are like that because you can't really say what the real top ones are. <laughs> well, here here's a crazy <laughs> story. You're gonna love this. Here. Uh, this is this comes. Uh, you're gonna love this, um, and then we could. Uh, well, whatever. I'm not sure what we can do after this, but uh, it says no more rides to hell on bus six 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 in Poland. <laughs> Apparently, what? There, yeah, this says here there will be no more going to hell on bus six 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 six. There is a town in Poland called Hell, and there's a bus that goes through it that makes stops on this bus, and the bus number is six six six. 
It says the bus to the town of hell on Poland's Baltic coastline has long been popular with tourists, but some Christian conservatives have protested the number significant, significant, signifying the devil on a bus leading to a place that sounds like the word hell in English. <laughs> so it says here, the local bus operator, Dina, uh, announced this week that bus 666 will no longer run to hell. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. That they is, changed, they changed that the is la- wonderful. Poland doesn't need any. Well, check this out. Starting uh, June 24th. Um, it says here the bus will change uh will change the number of the bus from six 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 to six six nine. But you can still go to hell. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Have you, Poland have just you, doesn't How how bizarre is that? Actually, have you have you ever been to to, to hell Poland? <laughs> Actually, uh, Tina, you you live in Los Angeles, so you have been to hell. You live in hell. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have no desire to go there. Uh, already, yeah, I already live in my own forms of hell in Los Angeles. No, I actually don't think of Los Angeles as hell. People think, you know, well, how could you still live there in LA? Well, there's a large Jewish community here, and if you're part of it, um, it's 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 changes it changes things. Like you're not, um, you know, you, we talked about this before about like how. Just being in comedy here and the hell of that world in certain ways. But um, I think one thing about anti-Semitism spiking is it brings Jewish people together. So it was like um, a lifeline for me to connect with other Jews here. So I should have done that a long time ago. Yes. To be perfectly honest. It brings Jews together. And you know what else brings Jews together? Dina, before we get out of here. Your fake Shavua Tov's to me, which reeled me in because I thought you really liked me and I thought you were into me. And and it's all a big lie. <laughs> hey, whatever got me here. It's great. That's right. Listen, uh, Dina, we only have about 60 seconds left. Thank you so much for coming on the show for guest hosting. And uh, it, what say you, Dina? What say you? It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm um, working on a documentary. I forgot to mention that part. So after this, I'm going to meet with. So pray for me that I get this funding to finish my documentary. That's what I'm moving forward on right now. You should have told us what to do. I didn't even know we could have talked about your documentary. Well, you know what? Maybe next week. Next week, you can uh, fill us in on what the documentary is. And next week, we're going to dive into your personal life because you have a very interesting personal life, which we're going to talk about, which I didn't get to to ask you about but i want to thank you dina for coming on the show did you have a good time i had a great time thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure treasure yeah okay and just remember this will do absolutely nothing for your career thank you and shavua tov everybody (laughs) 